Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh. <laughs> You're going. You're live. I am live. Okay. Um, welcome to In the Pocket. Um, as you can see, um, I'm back. I um, wasn't expecting this. My name's Amara Smith-Spates. And we have a new co-host here, Gwen left us, so introduce yourself. My name is Alexis Buker. I'm on the bowling team. This is my fourth year here, and I'm filling in for Gwen spot. <laughs> yeah. Me and Gwen just Filling graduated. in or taking over? Taking, taking over. over. Taking over. It's yours now. Own it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, me and Gwen graduated, so I'm just a grad student living my life in Lincoln still. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> I guess um I guess we can catch catch up on like our summers and stuff. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um <laughs> so I graduated May 20th. Um and within the next like 12 hours I was on a plane to Panama. Um with the athletic department. We went um to Panama, Bocas del Toro for a um a service trip um, to help uh, indigenous community. And we were interacting with the children at a school. Um, we helped them build a preschool, uh, uh, not a preschool, I meant a playground, sorry. Um, and, you know, we got to interact with them, interact with the locals. It was really a good time. Um, I enjoyed my time there, La Familia. Um, and then I went back home for like 10 days. So that was the only time I was home, like all summer, well, all year, basically, actually. Um, and, um, you know, I, I went to Columbia to see my old teammate, Estef, um, get married to her boyfriend, Alberto. And that was an amazing experience. You know, Cassidy Ray was there. She was on the team. Leah Glazer was there. She was also on the team. And I brought my best friend, Vanessa, from back home in Virginia with me. And that was an experience. <laughs> um, we actually ended up getting stuck in Miami for like three days. So, <laughs> I mean, while I was out there, I, like, cried the whole time. I was so stressed out. But, you know, yeah, and then I've been here ever since working. Um, started my master's program in marriage and family therapy um, last month, and that's been a journey, um, you know, especially transitioning from being a student athlete to not doing anything, not doing my sport anymore. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been up to. So, Alexis? Okay. Uh, for me, I mean, I just worked a lot. Uh, the beginning of the summer, my sister graduated high school, so that was really cool. Um, I'm still a little bitter because I didn't have a graduation ceremony because of COVID, but it was nice to watch her walk the stage. Um, I also went to Mexico this summer with a bunch of my friends, and I've done the trip before, but this one was um, a lot of fun because I felt like I didn't want to say I felt like a local, but I knew my way around the place. <laughs> but no, it was really fun. I love Mexico so much. That's probably going to be the thing I do every summer. Mm -hmm. um, I came back here a couple of times for practice and work. Um, I went to Florida also to see some family. And yeah, I just been really busy. And then I also slept a lot. <laughs> so yeah. that I don't get much right now. Yeah. The life of student-athletes, man. Yeah. I've heard student-athletes get all the sleep. Most well-rested people on campus. That's the story I've been yeah, told. Yeah, sure. Lie, I don't know who lie. you heard that from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
Tell us more about Mexico. Like, what did you do? What kind of activities? Mm, I did a lot of hiking. We went on this really, like, it was, like, off-the-map type hike. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of scary because we couldn't really, like, stay with the course that was given to us. Yeah. We kind of started going, like, again, off the map, mm-hmm. which was kind of scary. But we ended up seeing this really nice, like, beautiful waterfall. Um, and then we got to swim with, like, fishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was so nice. And then um, I went to the beach a lot. Um, we went on this, like, a bunch of tours, like, saw a lot of museums, um, ate a lot of food, mm, so yes. much food. I love El Pastor tortas so much. They're so good. I had one, like, every day for four days straight. And I think one day we went there for lunch and dinner, and I got the same <laughs> thing because I'm just obsessed. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I Yeah, I love it. And I learned, well... Since I did this trip last year, I learned how to surf. So this is my second year surfing, and I was a lot better. But I'm still not that great. But I was better. <laughs> so that's why you're on the bowling team, not the surfing team. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If Nebraska had one, I'd be on it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you talking about the hiking um, kind of reminds me of what we did while we were in Panama, because um, you know um, we went with Stacy, who works in life skills. And she was telling us how there's, like, this beautiful trail that we could walk or whatever. So we get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) We know. We're all tired. We're like, oh, my gosh. And then, you know, we're trying to leave our little hotel. But they have to lock it, like, with an actual – it's, like, a fence and has actual locks. Mm -hmm. And the person that owns the place wasn't up. So we were like, okay, well, um, how are we going to get out of here? So we hopped it. And then, you know, we're walking because, like, the map tells us to go one way. And we're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then we go and we see locals are up and we're asking them, okay, how do we get to the beach so we can see the sunrise? Yeah. They kind of led us wrong because we didn't go on a path at all. (laughs) We were going all up and down in terrain. You know, I'm stepping in mud, walking past, like, cows. I think there were cows or but I really were like, does it well, know? Yeah, we're like, let's go back to preschool. Were they cows? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I saw animals. I just don't know. <laughs> you were too tired. You were bleary eyed, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like hopping stuff, going under stuff. It's like, what is going on? Because I'm not an outdoorsy person. And we all, I think you know. Yeah. You know. But I, you did it. I'm, yeah, I was terrified. But we made it, and it was the most beautiful sunrise I've ever seen in my life. And, it was very relaxing because you just hear the waves crashing against the shore and everything. So I'm glad I did it, but it was very scary. But that's not the scariest thing I did in Panama. Yeah. Spell. I went on a bat cave tour. Bat cave? Like Batman cave? Yeah. Like like yes. bats? Yes. Yeah. And it's not like one of those you just kind of walk through and you like, you just see bats and it's like, oh, okay, cool. No, you're in like water that goes up to your chest. <laughs> and then, you know... Um, don't forget the spiders. Yeah, there's spiders that are about like this big. Two for one. Yeah, and you don't really have that much protection on. You have on a helmet with a light. You have on gloves. And then you have on like water shoes, and that the t- don't help because it goes up to here. Yeah, the guy, <laughs> the guy, <laughs> great. He's like he's like, don't touch the walls because the spiders. But it's like, well, I kind of have to touch the walls because I can't walk. And I'm railing in. Come I on, also, people. I also don't know how to swim, so this is like. This is like a very scary experience for me. And like there's certain points where the rocks are so far away from each other. I'm literally stretching all the way. Like 
I'm only five four. My legs can only reach so far. So like I'm having to jump. Um, there was a football player that was in my group. Thankfully, Luke saved my life. I literally jumped into his arm <laughs> and he had to like carry me over. And then like we had to climb into this little like climb up into this little space that like I. People can't fit in that, okay? I don't even know how Luke did it because he's a big dude. He's a football player. And it's just like, what am I doing? Because, like, back in the States, I would have never done anything like this. But I told myself, and I told Stacy, I told Kate, told everyone, I'm like, I'm going to try everything once. I'm going to be terrified, but I'm going to do it because this is character development for me. But, yeah, that was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life because I, I didn't know. Like, if I got hurt, I don't know what we were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Luke was going to carry you out. Yeah. yeah. Like, Luke, would have had you, you. <laughs> you have to put all of us on your back. Yeah. Yeah. You thugged it out. How many other sports were there uh, on that there trip? Was, there was football, gymnastics, tennis, men's and women's. Gym, um, did I say gymnastics already? Mm-hmm. Um, bowling, me and Kendall. Swim and dive. So I relied a lot on them <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, rifle. And then track, track, yeah, track and cross country. Um, there were supposed to be some soccer girls that were supposed to attend as well, but they had their international trip around mm. the same time, so they weren't able to go. But yeah, it was it was a really nice bonding experience because you know, like, but people in different sports were not really able to interact with each other a lot because our schedules are all over the place. But yeah, it was nice to get to know people that do other sports. Like one girl, um, Clara on the gymnastics team like i've known her since my freshman year like she was almost my roommate but like i haven't talked to her since my freshman year so it was nice to catch up with her and like get to know her on a deeper level and like yeah it was just nice to bond it felt like we really became family so how often do you see other athletes from other sports like not much but where do you cross paths with them um at the stadium but like we're all in our own world just (laughs) Yeah. We're on the go. They're on the go. So yeah, we see a lot of them, especially like at the training table. Mm-hmm. Makes but, sense. Like we're all kind of like in our own little sections. Because I know the bowling team, we always sit with each other. I like to go with myself, so I usually am like sitting in a booth by myself. And sometimes someone sits with me, so I'm like, all right. But if you have to interact with another team on campus, who's your favorite? Who's your least favorite? Hmm. Like sport? Yeah, to interact with. You don't have to name names, but just programs. I don't know if I have like a least favorite. Good. We like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had a bad. Yeah. I've never had a bad interaction. I actually really like. We had a good time with the rifle team when we did like a crossover with them. Yeah. Um, I would say. Shoot the bowling balls down the lane or. We (laughs) did. How was that? It was so fun. Yeah. It was very fun. It was just different because like you're trying to stay still, but it's like. Yeah. I can't. How heavy is it? Oh, it was pretty heavy. Yeah. (laughs) Heavier than a bowling ball. (laughs) Yeah, it's heavier than a bowling ball, but it it wasn't like weighing me down. It's just hard to like. Yeah, because you have to like. I think they were saying like, don't quote me. But you (laughs) have to like lean it on you. Yeah, you have to like lean it on your hip and be like this. But they also wear their uniforms are like stiff, so they don't Uh, move. We're just doing it in regular old clothing, so we're not able (laughs) to. Yeah, we were still wearing our bowling. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, there were some people that shot good scores, like 9.8. I don't know if anyone got, like, a 10, if that's good. I didn't. But, like, yeah, I saw, like, <laughs> 9, 9.8, 9.9, yeah. stuff like that. Who was the best? Who was the worst? Who were you scared of when they when they were shooting? Who was the best? Yeah. Like, on our team? Yes. I think Kendall 
wasn't it Kendall or Coach? I don't know. I Kendall. I know Kendall was one of them because. That's just a Kendall thing to be yeah, good at. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is a Kendall thing to be good at. I'm going to be honest, Explain I think I... a Kendall thing to be good at. What does that mean? She's, she's just... like, she's just smart. Yeah. And like... <laughs> Things just, just come natural science. to yeah. her. Yeah. yeah, she's just smart. She's She wants to be a chemistry teacher. So it's just like, yeah. And she... I don't know. You you just have to be around her to know like, all right, I, I know that's a Kendall thing. <laughs> Did you let the rifle team get on your lanes? Yes, yes, they, yeah. yeah. How was that? It was fun. Yeah. I loved it. I felt like I was, like, teaching, like, a beginner class bowling, and it was really fun. Yeah, and it, like, forced you to, like, try to talk in terms that were easier for people to comprehend, because we're used to being, like, just using bowling terms, and, like, we understand what that means, but it's like, okay, we have to think in terms of, like, a coach that's with someone that's never bowled in their life. So, like, we're trying to help them, like... That's something I had to keep in mind because I know like when I'm trying to help my friends learn how to bowl, I'm like, I don't know how to not talk bowling. Yeah. Okay. That's funny that you guys are in here because on my show on Friday, we were talking about best bowling scores and I'm trying to scroll through and see. Okay. So Jake that works here says he rolled a 200 twice. Okay. That's good. Um, some people are saying if they're sober, they're rolling fifties <laughs> or sixties, but if they're a few beers in, they're up over a hundred. Yeah. Um, we have one guy who said he's rolled three, three hundreds in his life. Okay, I bought wow. four. You're better. You're I better. <laughs> Babalu, if you're listening, get on it. Um, yeah, sober 86, drunk 220, uh, wow, 240 that's... in leagues, now lucky to get 150, 248, 198. Wow. Huh, not bad. Yeah, not I, bad. Not, I would say not bad. <laughs> Look, those drunk scores, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you go from an 80 to a 220. It's like, okay, do your thing. <laughs> What would happen if you showed up to a meet buzz? Like, would you bowl better or what would coach do? Oh, um, uh, we'd be in trouble. A lot of trouble. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, no that, that's not fine. That's not fine. No. But yeah, that's what the recreational people do. Yeah. I don't even think, I I forgot to say that too. I bowled nationals this year with my mom and her team and it was so weird because they're all just like drinking on the side while we're bowling <laughs> and here I am like taking it serious like, oh, like, I got it. Like, as yeah, if, like, like, my coaches oh, need, were there. Yeah, do I need to make a two-and-one? Yeah, like, I'm, like, trying to get advice from her. I'm like, Mom, what do you think? She's like, I don't know. Next just drink, roll please. It. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm just like, uh. But it was, yeah. So it was kind of, like, fun to get that experience of, like, league bowling. Mm. Because here is just so, like, more intense. But it was kind of nice because I was more, like, loose. And, like, I didn't drink because I was like, no, I'm too scared for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, is it is it game day? Is it match day? Is it meat day? Well, what do you we, call it? Tournament. Tournament, yeah, tournament yeah. weekend. Tournament oh, weekend. Because yeah. it's three days. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Take Walk us through a weekend. You get to where you're going. You get there. Walk <laughs> us through a weekend. What's it like? All right. So we fly in on a Thursday. We'll get up. Favorite place to fly? Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Vegas. Um, we get in on Thursday. Like, we've had a long day. We're up at like 4 or 5 a.m. Trying to get the bus loaded and everything. We fly to our destination. Unload the bus. And we go straight from the bus to bowling center for the practice session. And we'll practice for like an hour or two, um, depending on how tired we are, mm -hmm. um, just to get a feel for what the pattern is and get accustomed to like the approaches and see what's going on and try to get a solid arsenal going for the weekend. Um, and then we'll go back to the hotel and kind of 
debrief like okay what do you think of the practice session where do you think we should be starting what do you think of the pattern what do you think of whatever like how is your spare shooting um and like kind of going over that and then you know go to bed (laughs) go sleep i mean we'll eat obviously we're not starving but (laughs) good um, yeah yeah but we'll go to bed wake up on fridays usually we're bowling by like 10 30 starting our first match early starts that's not the that's early. not that's early. not the Sundays oh, are the earliest. Okay, take it back. Sundays are the earliest. Yeah, but Friday, um, we'll start around like ten, ten thirty, and we'll do five, um, five matches that consist of five Baker games. Explain and, for those who don't know a Baker game. Um, so you'll have five people bowling one game. Okay. And they're bowling two frames. Gotcha. So one and six, two, seven. Three, eight, four, nine, five, ten. Okay. And you'll do that. It's twenty-five games total. Um, total pinfall decides where you're at, like in the standings. But like, your your win-loss record is what really matters. So you're just trying to win as many matches as possible. Um, so that's day one. You get out of there by like four or five. Long day, but not bad. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, because cleaning the balls <laughs> afterwards takes a long time. Then, you know, go eat dinner, debrief on the day, go to bed, wake up the next day, about an hour earlier. Um, And then this is like your traditional matches. So you'll do five matches again, but they're you're there's five bowlers, but they're bowling their own individual games. All 10 frames. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you still count the total pinfall. You're still going for the win loss record. All that. Um, That day, it feels like it takes the longest, but does does it feel like. It ends earlier than Fridays or... Oh, yeah. It feels like the longest, but it usually ends quicker. Like, sometimes we're out of there, like, an hour and a half earlier yeah. than what we planned on doing. <laughs> yeah. Because it kind of... We're just, like, going. Yeah. And then um, for those days, um, th- like, whoever's in the top five, like, individually makes your all-tournament team. Okay. Yeah, singles-wise. Yeah. yeah, singles. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's day two, day three, the early day, the early day. Yeah, isn't like, like sometimes seven yeah, fifty. Some, yeah, sometimes we're starting at like seven thirty. Yeah. Well, it's because a lot of us travel home yeah. that day. Oh, okay. So they want to like get us done because usually I think the latest we've been out of there is like what one p.m. Maybe. Yeah, one two. Yeah. Ooh, that's still six hours. Yeah, but it's like yeah. it's fine. Okay. It's fine. But <laughs> on those days, it's typically three um three matches. Um, best of seven, Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if you're in the top four after um, the first two days, you're still in contention to win the whole tournament. So, um, sometimes it'll be, like, one v two, three v four, one versus four, two versus three. Um, and whoever wins that, um, like, whoever's in the first seed match, they'll move automatically on to the championship match. And then the loser goes down, has to face whoever to move on to move on again to the championship match. And then, yeah, best of seven. Hopefully it doesn't go to seven, but it's more entertaining <laughs> if it goes to seven. So do you like it done in four, five, six? Is there a sweet spot that's just not seven? Like four is like domination, right? Yeah. Like you just I would clean say the like clock. four to one. Is usually yeah, I like a five game match. Yeah, I like those. Like, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you're up, you're up like three zero, and then 
you know, you might get a little like cocky. And, like, <laughs> you're like, oh, we're about to whoop them. And then it's like, oh, wait, wait a minute. All right. All right, let's everyone. Regroup. Settle let's down. Let's I, I mean, it's just one game, but let's settle down. Yeah. We just need one more, ladies. Yeah, because <laughs> it's very easy for it to flip, and then all of a sudden, and it's, it's a game happened seven. before. Yeah. It has happened. Nationals. Yeah, Nationals, nationals. actually, this past year. Yeah, on Arkansas the national, was, yeah. what, 3-0? and Yeah. And then Vanderbilt came back. And won the whole. Yeah, Ooh. and won four in a row. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. It was. You're, wa- you're watching that watch. from a distance. Yeah. How, how are you feeling like for those teams? Well, it's just like, I guess, especially like if we were in Arkansas State's like seats, we'd just be like, uh, it's just I, it, frustrating yeah, to watch. It's like, how, just like how, dude, how you, you just need one more. Like, yeah. you just need one more. Because that's what we always talk about. It's like mm-hmm. when we regroup together, it's like, like, we just need one more like good shot out of everybody. Mm-hmm. And so watching that, it's just like tough to watch. But then you're on the other side and you're watching Vandy, you're like, Way All right, fight. ladies, let's yeah, go. Like, like, keep going, yeah. okay? Like, so it was just like you're kind of like back and forth just watching it. Mm-hmm. Very nice. We're on uh, in the pocket here with Amara and Alexis. I got the names, yes. didn't I? I yes. did it. Hooray. <laughs> ladies in the house here for until uh, 11. We'll keep it rolling here. Take a break. Be back with more in just a minute. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back. In the pocket, Amara, Alexis, I'm Austin, just along for the ride. Okay, I have to, I have to ask. I do have to ask. Yeah. Are there teams you like competing against, and are there teams you just dislike? Just get your blood boiling. You just don't like to see them. They just make you mad. I love to go against teams that, like, put pressure on us. I like that, personally. Yeah, like, McKendry um, was probably, like, our biggest competition. Mm-hmm. Um, same with like Vanderbilt. They always give us, uh, yeah, Arkansas. They always give us a run for our money. But at the same time, when you hear those same teams, like get it, like start rolling on you, it's like, (sighs) okay. Yes, I agree. Like at tournaments when, cause it's like, isn't it like a random pool of like who you end up going against? And it just seems like we're always going against like the toughest teams all the time. Mm -hmm. We're just like, Hmm. Dang it. I just hmm. we couldn't get an easier team at just one point. One night off. Come on. Yeah. yeah. But I like it because, I mean, because when we win, like, it's just it another feels, proof that, yeah, like, you good. know, yeah, that we're up there. But when we lose, it's just like, ugh. But when we <laughs> lose, then it's just like. Especially when it's close. Yeah. It's like, it's like legit. Those are. Legit, so, like, how could we get one more? Mm-hmm. So close is tougher. Like, is it easy to just flush a bad frame, a bad game, and move on? It's the close ones that stick with you? Uh, I think we are really good at, especially last year, we mm-hmm. were really good at moving on. We didn't want to, like... Yeah, we, we like, made that a point of emphasis. Like, mm. start of the year, like, first meeting, it's like, we got to do better at just letting go. Yeah, that was the... Yeah, that was, like our main goal this year or last year. Yeah. So it, it definitely is tougher in those close matches, like to let that go, but you just got to try your hardest. Cause like if it's you that made the mistake, cause I've had times where I've made the mistake and it's, you're just in the back and you're just like, oh, dang it. Like, Oh my gosh, now it's all on yeah, me. Like yeah. it's my fault. <laughs> Been there. Like kind of beating yourself up. It's like, no, you got to get back in it. Like your team still needs you. And what's good about those moments. Like it's like, the people that like are surrounded with us, like our teammates, like they're really good at like bringing us back to like, Hey, like you're fine. We're here. We're mm-hmm. doing this together. Cause I've been in those situations where 
I've definitely felt like it was like all me, like, oh, I messed up. But like Amar was there for me a lot. Gwen, Kayla was really good with there too. So it's just nice like having like your teammates like still like say like we have your back. Like it's not just you. It's always like a team thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Coach Klumpa even like does a good job. Yeah. Like he's like, I know. Like, JB too. Yeah. They're yeah. like, I know it stings, but like it's okay. Just get back in it. Mm -hmm. Are there girls on your team that process more outwardly? And some that process more inwardly. Does the that process of like stepping back and letting go look different for each person, or do you guys come together as a team, let it all out, and then go? What does that look like? I think everybody deals with it differently. Yeah, some some yeah. people will like kind of walk away and yeah. like take their moment. Mm -hmm. um, some will stick with the team and try to like be like, "Look, I just need you to like, I don't know, tell me a joke, do something." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like kind of you lean on someone, the people. Yeah. Um, and then some people just kind of have to like get it off their chest, just like saying everything or like they talk to the coaches to try to calm them down. Cause I yeah. know like I'm one of the people like I kind of get worked up. Mm -hmm. And so I would like to like hear just the coaches opinion, like, just tell me what you have to hear or tell me what you have to say. Like, it's fine. And then I'm like, all right, well, at least I know now and I can move on and we'll be fine. Yeah. But like at this stage, no one's like punching ball returns or anything. <laughs> it's, like, that's like a part of like, has that ever happened? In not my, that I not in my experience because okay. it's like that's one of the things like you get recruited on like your mental toughness mm. like you if you're out here like punching ball returns i don't <laughs> yeah. and i just think it's tacky yeah. i mean we're we're more elegant yeah. than yes. that coach Queens. Koma tells us to be classy yeah be classy did either of you notice a change in that from when you first got to campus to where where you ended up how you how you process those bad frames or even the successful ones too right y'all are good y'all know you're mm -hmm. good how do you process the bad, but how do, how do you also process the good? Um, I guess I I really had to learn how to stop being so tough on myself. I I came in being like a perfectionist and like I would tell Coach Klumpa, I'm like, dude, like I am like frustrated. And he's like, dude, look, if it's a Does he call you dude? Some, yeah. you know, sometimes, <laughs> no, no, but he's like, he's like, just, you know, if it's effective, it's effective. Okay. Like just. Stop being so hard on yourself. Like, stop trying so hard to be something. Just mm. be yourself. Go out there and, like, just bowl. Like, that's what you came here to do. So just go bowl. Yeah, I think for me, something that I need to, I learned from last year that I'm going to apply this year is that, because I bowled always, like, for myself. Mm -hmm. So when I turned around, if I made a bad shot, it's like, ugh. But at the end of the day, it's like, your team doesn't want to see that. You kind of have to, like, force yourself to be like, yeah. all right, all right, like, and what's nice is like when you turn around and you see those group of people just like, okay, you're good. You're good. It's like, it calms you down faster, mm -hmm. but my facial expressions are the ones that I <laughs> yeah. need to like focus on. Cause I become around like, yeah. everybody like, cause it sounds, <laughs> it sounds like kind of goofy, but like at practice, like this is something we would practice at practice. Like we'll do like kind of like a mock run through of like a match and like, it's kind of like, okay, we're working on our energy. So make sure like mm. everyone keeps your energy up or like even like during a regular practice. Like I know a few times they were like, okay, Alexis, like keep your head up even after a bad shot. Like mm -hmm. you got to watch that. Yeah. Because it starts here. It does. Yeah. Who are those energy people on the team? Not to toot my own horn. <laughs> Do it. Do it. That's why you have the platform. Toot when it. I was here, <laughs> me and Gwen provided a lot, but like also Alexis did. I'd say like we were the three. Um, you know, Crystal as well. Um, I think we all did a good job, but I think like, because like me, Gwen and Alexis, 
um, didn't bowl as much as like some of the girls, you know, we really had to take on that role of like being the energy for the team. Mm -hmm. Like even when they're down, like we may not be in right now, but look, we're here. We're going to have fun. We're going to make this a fun experience. Even if we're down, let's just have fun, dude. Yeah. Because I would really say like, there's a reason why we take eight and we Mm -hmm. take eight because there's eight people that could potentially bowl, but also it's the people that don't bowl are extremely important for the energy and the atmosphere, because if those three people that aren't bowling are just as quiet, then the entire team's just going to be down. And you kind of have to take that role as like, yeah, it sucks that you're not bowling, but mm-hmm. you kind of have to be like, well, I'm here for the team. I got to mm-hmm. keep this energy up because without it, it's not going to be good. Yeah, no. I'm a baseball guy and I can definitely relate to that. Like some days you just get a day off. You've played a lot in a row. You just, you just get a day off. And it's hard, right? You're used, so used to being locked in. You're so used to having a job to do. It's easy to zone off, you zone out, just just not be in the game. But it's important to be that team player, to stick mm-hmm. in it for your teammates because they've done it for you. If it's a bench bench player getting their shot, they were supportive for you. They waited their turn. Now it's your turn to wait. But that's where I think, as you described the, you know, the walk through the tournament where you're playing as a team, then you're playing individual. That's so weird. We think of sports as either a team sport or an individual sport. Yeah. Bowling's both. both. How do you, mm-hmm. that's, that's gotta be such a tricky balance. Yeah. 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 Cause like we're coming in, m- most of us like were individual bowlers. Like some did bowl high school teams. I wasn't one of them. So I've been individual bowler mm-hmm. like all my life. So it's like, it's a big transition not coming in with like, you know, we have, we have egos, you know, we mm-hmm. think we're, we're it. So. Cause, Cause you are, you're good. We are. Admit it. We are. <laughs> yeah. Fine. You can say it. Yeah. So it's like, you you kind of just have to check that at the door like but also keep some of it yeah keep some of it yeah like we have to walk like we are nebraska now walk around like we're scared but <laughs> like you also gotta be like considerate of you know other people that are here like you gotta learn how to be a team player fairly quick mm. did you bowl on a team in high school alexis i did okay so walk me through the recruiting differences mar if you didn't get if you weren't playing on a team in high school, you're individual. How did you get recruited? Because I think of recruiting in like a team sense, like you're on a team, you go watch, you get picked up. Well, that's actually not, not true. true. No, okay. actually, walk me through. Walk I would say it. our recruiting process was, I, I mean, how mine was, was I put videos on YouTube of me bowling. And then I, I reached out and emailed um, a couple of coaches. Hmm. And then I got the email back. I sent more video, I believe. And then... He, Coach Klempa, came and watched me at a tournament that, and it's a big tournament. It's called Junior Gold, Mm -hmm. and that's where most, like, the, because there's, like, a function they have where it's, like, there's, like, a bunch of booths of all the college, or a lot of the college coaches there, and then they are able to go watch you. Mm -hmm. And I ended up having a meeting with him, and then we set up a visit, and that's how mine went. Yeah, for me, um, I... I did a lot of, um, I did junior gold as well. I did that like seven or eight times. Um, so that coach Klumpa actually found me at junior gold. Like I never like reached out to him. Like I think like it was just like by chance. He just saw me, took a video and then like he just messaged me. I was like, whoa, I like he, he messaged me and I was like, Nebraska, what Nebraska? He's like the University of Nebraska. Like, no way, dude. So that was crazy. But yeah, for me, it was junior gold for sure. Um, I had a lot of people like reaching out to me. Um, I did post a couple videos on 
on uh, YouTube. Um, I had like a, a Facebook group um, that my coach had put together that involved some college coaches mm. that had some of my videos on there. Um, but yeah, it was just like, it's just a lot of, you got to go to like the big tournaments at least once or twice just to get your name out there. Makes sense. So why Nebraska for both of you? I watched them win in 2005 and um, I just wanted to, <laughs> I've always, <laughs> I've just always wanted to be a Cornhusker. I didn't know if it would happen because, you know, high school bowling's not a thing in Virginia. Um, and it was just like kind of hard, like. Some people have more opportunities to, like, travel. So, like, mm. Junior Gold was my one chance a year, pretty much. And took advantage so, like, of it. Yeah, so I, I had to. Um, but, yeah, Nebraska was always the goal. If it didn't happen, I would have been okay. Because, like, you know, I was... I was Settle for Vanderbilt. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I was still very good. I was fine with the attention I was getting. But, like, I came here, fell in love, got a great offer, and, like, I was like, why wouldn't I? <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um, for me, I actually... Never thought I was gonna bowl in college. I thought I was gonna do track in college. Um, and I'm from Texas, so everybody in Texas always talks about SFA, Stephen F. Austin. Yeah. And that's a big bowling school too. Um, and so that was kind of where I was like, okay, I'll probably just go there. Um, but then my friend told me that I should apply and I didn't think I was gonna get a call back. And I, I ever I always told everybody's like going to Nebraska like what <laughs> but then I got they were the first um people to give me a visit so I was like okay I'll just go and then when I came here I was like the glitz and glamour I mean I she, went to she, the football yeah, game yeah she came for the Ohio State game. game I went to a the one that went bad oh wait that doesn't really narrow it down yeah <laughs> <laughs> whoops the, whatever the one in 2019 she yeah. came for that mm. opening night like her visit was grand I <laughs> felt like a princess like I felt like like I knew I was important because Coach Klempa, he wore his nice, yeah, like, he, he wore a polo and some slacks. When he wears those, you're lucky. He's not a polo and slacks guy? <laughs> he likes to wear his little basketball shorts. <laughs> he, likes to, and, he likes to walk around comfortable. <laughs> and he wears his zip-up jackets, Coach. Mm. His quarter zips? Jackets. Oh, I'm a quarter zip guy. I love quarter zips. Yeah, but yeah, back to that, I just felt just on top of the world and especially like the football game. I was like, Oh my gosh. And I remember we went back into our hotel and I was like, I want to go here so bad. And I would start crying. And then I was just, I just, I canceled all my other, uh, recruiting or, uh, visits. And I was just like, I just want to come here so bad. Cause it's just like, I don't know. I just immediately fell in love and I just feel so like safe here too. Like just the environment, it, it kind of is the same to me in San Antonio. It kind of gave the same vibe for me. So the only hard part is just being away, but I got used to it, and I don't regret coming here. Does Coach Klumpa's personality match his fashion? <laughs> yeah. He dresses like a dad. He, he acts like a dad. That's a dad. That's Coach He's Klumpa. a YMCA dad. Yes. <laughs> That's Coach we love it. Do I? Yeah. Do you ever see a different side of him? Is he is that just him all the time? Is are there multiple sides to him? He like I won't say he's like night and day different, but like he definitely knows how to play around and be goofy with us and then he definitely has like a serious side. Like when we're at tournaments, sometimes he gets he can get pretty intense cuz he's just in it and he's just passionate. So that's just like him. Um and one thing he always says is like I I'm not here to BS you. I'm going to tell you how it is, in which I can respect that. And, like, 
he tells us also up front, he's like, I'm do I'm gonna do what's best for Nebraska bowling, mm-hmm. which I've always mm-hmm. respected. Like, don't take it personal. I'm just trying to do what's best for the program. So yeah, that's just him. But what's nice is he does back it up. Like with him being tough on us, he does. Like he again, he's he just has this fatherly vibe. Yeah. He gives off. Like he'll tell you straight up, but he's still like. He's loving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I just, I feel so, like, safe with him. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice because it's, like, I, I've, i like, been in a lot of different sports and I've been afraid of my coaches. And I wouldn't say I'm, like, afraid of, because I just feel like he genuinely cares mm-hmm. about us individually. And it's yeah. really nice because you don't get that a lot. Yeah. Has anyone ever earned a disappointed dad look from him? Yes. Yes. Oh, but what, he does. What, what, he what's does. the most common thing that gets the disappointed dad look out of coach? <laughs> he goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, or he start, he does the he does the blinking. He's like, yeah, he blinking. Really fast. Yeah, when when when, when you, you make do something, it, he blinks really fast. Yeah, when you make a bad shot, you just you just turn around. He's like, I, I don't. I never try to look at him. Yeah, he's like the so, last person I try to look at because I know if I look at him, I'm gonna be like, because he just gives me the same look my dad did when I would bowl. My dad always had a hat on, so if I messed up. And I turn around, I see him pull his hat down. He's just holding it yeah. down. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, I know I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> so he just gives off the same vibe. This is perfect. This is going out on TV. So this is out <laughs> on the internet, out in the world forever. So your, you, your you see him blinking really fast, you know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's incredible. This is On the Pocket. Amara and Alexis in here for another 15, 20 minutes or so. We'll take our second break of the show. Be back with more In the Pocket in just a sec. To the Ticket Weeknights on 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. One last time, we're back here to In the Pocket. Amara and Alexis in studio here. Amara, welcome back. Alexis, welcome in. Thank you. First show back down. Yeah. Back in it. Back in the swing. I love it. Okay, we did our Coach Klump impressions. Any other assistant coach impressions we need to, to get out into the world? I feel like JB's like <laughs> she like walks around with the clipboard and she's like uh what's your alignment? <laughs> <laughs> what ball are you using? I'm like all right. Cool. And she walks back to coach. <laughs> they just get to talking. Yeah. I just love when she pokes us. Yeah, like she just with her pencil. Yeah. <laughs> or when she just has like the sticker on her finger like yeah. Take it. What does the sticker mean? It's just um what do we do it for? Um, we do it for split. Clean game. Clean game. And then I think when when we strike out. Anything? Yeah. 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 Strikeout sounds bad. I'm a baseball no, guy. No, strikeout's oh. good. Okay. Like, <laughs> like yeah. in the 10th frame if you get three in a row. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so, yeah, that's about it. She's more know. clean with her. Yeah, moves. she's, she's, she's <laughs> mysterious. She's, she's more chill. Yeah, she's mysterious. Yeah, Coach Clump is the, <laughs> the funny one. <laughs> What goes on the clipboard? Um, so there's a sheet um, that she puts the lineup on. Um, and then she also puts our alignments, like where we're standing and sliding on the approach. Um, and then like what we get in the frame, like if we strike or if we split open. Um, she also writes down what ball we use, um, how many times we hit the pocket, and then how many um, opens we have in a frame. 
And then also on that piece of paper, she's also calculating how close the match is mm-hmm. so that they're always like on top of it and they know what we need. Because sometimes Coach Klumpa will like tap on the anchor. Last year it was between Jillian and Crystal. Um, and you'd be like, okay, this is what we need. Like, blah, blah, blah. And they'll come up with like, okay, you need to stand here because the last shot you threw was a little high or it was a little uh, flat, whatever, and figure out what you need to do. If this is going to take too much time to go over and we need to do this next show, let me know. How many balls do you have? How do you decide which one you use? What goes into that? Um, so for tournament, everyone will bring... Um, like 8 to 10. Yeah, everyone's bringing 8 to 10 balls. Holy smokes. Yeah. But only you can have... You can only use 6 in the tournament, mm-hmm. so you can only register 6. How often do you go through all 6? A decent bit, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you're bowling for a long time. Yeah, because one of, one of the balls is our spare ball, so like we're using that quite a bit, and then you just kind of go down the progression of like our, our reactive team. balls, the ones that hook. There's some balls that don't hook? Yeah, like... All balls technically hook, like, once they hit the friction. I'm sure. To, I don't know how to break this Got down. it. <laughs> okay, I feel like if, if it's a ball and you spin it, it should move. No, because, like, the core and the cover <laughs> stuck. Like, there's just a lot that goes into, like, a bowling ball to, like, make it do different things. And then the way you drill it makes it do different uh-huh. things. And the way you throw it. Yeah, the way you throw it, you can manipulate your hand position. Now, all this is a little too technical for me. So <laughs> we'll get Coach Klumpa here. Perfect. Yeah, 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 he can yeah, explain yeah. it okay. to you. Or even JB. Either one yeah. of them. They know all that stuff. So This is really random, but I really want to say it. You don't know this. But so we always like make jokes that like Coach Klumpa is like JB's sidekick. <laughs> like JB's like the main. like, <laughs> And we always think because JB does so many nice things for us. And she's so great. And there's like. In our locker room this past week, or like at our table, there was like a plate of candy, and then a note said from your favorite coach or something like that, <laughs> and everybody thought it was JB, but it was actually Coach Glumpa, and it was so funny because he was like, and no one thought it was me. Huh? <laughs> it was like, well, when have you done that? Yeah, he's never done that. So when he did that, I was I assumed it was JB, and I was, I was about to say thank you, and then he's like, no, it was me. I was like, oh. Well, well thanks. thanks to you too. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. Yeah. So do you have like coach dad and like coach mom sort of vibes? Or is it like coach grandma, coach aunt? Like what, what what's the vibe? So feel- basically we're all ducks. Yeah, we're oh. ducks. We're all duckies. Okay. And we're JB's ducklings. Okay. I guess she's like I guess she's, she's- gam gam. Yeah. Yeah, she's gam gam. By the way, she just won she's a queen, by the way. I'm just learning. Yeah, she right won now. the Nebraska Queens yeah. tournament today. She's a queen. So- as always. Way yeah. to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, she told, she literally said her name is, Grandma is your 2023 Nebraska Queens champion. So she's our grandma. Coach Glumpa? Eh. That's just dad. Yeah. YMCA dad vibes. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I don't know. I've never really like said he's like dad. I just say coach, but yeah. Don't call him dad. Probably wouldn't no. go over well. No, no, I think everyone just no, that's weird. Coach. That's weird. PK. Yeah. 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 On initials basis, that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's perfect. Ladies, thanks for coming in. Thanks Been for having us. Absolutely. Back at it. We'll back be in back the next week. Yeah. Same time, same place? Yep. Yep. Book it. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951. And don't forget, you can text in questions 402 464 5685. Amara, Alexis, Austin, it's Ben in the pocket. Talk to you next week. Bye.